Don't be... The call to post means it's time for Off to the Races on the Racing Biz Radio Network. We're talking thoroughbred racing and breeding from Virginia, around the Mid-Atlantic, and across the country. Off to the Races is powered by the Racing Biz, the independent voice for Mid-Atlantic racing and breeding. Find them at www.theracingbiz.com. Now here's your host with Off to the Races on the Racing Biz Radio Network. Hey, good morning, everybody. A happy Saturday to you. Saturday, the 14th of March. My name's Frank Vespi, and we are going to be talking thoroughbred racing and breeding in Virginia, across the Mid-Atlantic, and around the country for the next 60 minutes. Thanks so much for taking a little bit of your Saturday morning to join us here on Off to the Races, although... If you're like a lot of people, maybe you're staying inside today anyway, so maybe this is just as good a thing to do as anything. And uh, a lot of quarantining, a lot of concern about the coronavirus. We'll be talking about its impact on racing a little bit down the road here. Show number four of 2020 here on Off to the Races. Excited to be on the air for our 21st year. That makes us old. We're old. This show is old. 21 years on the air. It's quite a thing. We'll be on the air from now through the last Saturday in August. That means we'll be able to talk about the Triple Crown whenever it actually takes place, as well as Colonial Downs, which is set for July and August. So a lot of things we'll be talking about over the next several months here on Off to the Races. we got a great show lined up today. We got uh, trainer Mark Cassie going to join us, Derby Bill, Nick Hahn, Daryl Wood, lots of things to do, lots of people to uh, talk, uh, lots of people to talk with and, and news to talk about. There is a lot going on in the world of thoroughbred racing right now, even as other sports are shutting down. Off to the Races is powered by The Racing Biz, the independent voice for Mid-Atlantic racing and breeding. Check us out online, www.theracingbiz.com. You can also get our free mobile app for your Apple and Android devices. And check us out on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Flickr, Twitter. We are at The Racing Biz, and you can always find us on social media. Always happy to hear from folks. We are at The Racing Biz. Today's episode, as every episode of Off to the Races, is presented by the Virginia Thoroughbred Association, the Virginia Equine Alliance. They are helping to make Virginia racing history. You can learn more about them and what they're up to at virginiahorseracing.com. That's virginiahorseracing.com for our friends at the VTA and the VEA. As we kick off our program here on Off to the Race, excuse me, on Off to the Races, let's take a quick look at who's leading the way on the Derby Trail. The top five on the Derby Trail leaderboard all have at least 50 points. That should be enough to guarantee them a spot in the starting gate in the Kentucky Derby. Whether that actual starting gate is placed and that race takes place on the first Saturday in May as currently scheduled or some later time because of the coronavirus. Many tracks, including, for example, Laurel Park here in Maryland, are racing without fans right now. They are closed to fans. 
I don't guess that the uh, Kentucky Derby, Preakness, and Belmont, which uh, the first two both routinely draw well over 100,000, the latter of which occasionally draws over 100,000, I don't guess the corporate uh, owners of those events are going to let them go with with zero fans in, on the ground. So have to see how that plays out. And the folks at Churchill Downs have already said they're considering moving uh, the Derby depending on other factors so we may not know for a few weeks but in any case so that group of five horses at the top of the derby trail leaderboard that group's led by authentic he's got 60 points fountain of youth winner Ate Indian is in second with 54. They're followed by three horses with 50 points each. That's, that's Mischievous Alex, Modernist, and King Guillermo. Three of the top five, Authentic, Mischievous Alex, and King Guillermo, they were all in action last weekend. And the top performance of the weekend may have come in California. That's where Authentic ran a big one to win the San Felipe. AP chasing with determination, then storm the court there in the final furlong, and it's Authentic who's still very strong on the front end, and he pulls away with authority. Authentic is undefeated as he will romp in the San Felipe, a very easy two and a half lengths. Honor AP, a solid comeback, storm the court third, thousand words was fourth. Under Drayden Van Dyke, Authentic sped to the early lead, and they went fast early. They were moving out early in the San Felipe, a mile in the 16th race. But he still had enough in the tank to draw away to win by a couple of lengths over Honor AP, storm the court farther back in third. It was the third win in three career starts for Authentic. It pushed his earnings to more than $331,000. He is a son of Into Mischief. He cost $350,000 at auction as a yearling. He's owned by a big group of people. The source stays on the trail. We'll get to who that big group of people is. It's a big group of people. His trainer is a name you'll definitely know. That's two-time Triple Crown winner Bob Baffert. Back on the back on the east coast mischievous alex burst on the triple crown scene and also burst into what i was just talking about uh with a two-length win in the gotham mischievous alex down at the rail trying to hang in there for another eighth of a mile it is mischievous alex attachment rate is gaining from the back of the pack untitled is there then flapjack on the outside is six toe mischievous alex length lead and he's gonna win the grade three gotham mischievous alex it was close for second between untitled and attachment rate Mischievous Alex is from connections that have been down the Triple Crown Road before, but separately, and it's been a while since they were down it. Trainer John Service guided Smarty Jones to two legs of the Triple Crown in 2004, winning the Kentucky Derby and Preakness, but falling agonizingly short in the Belmont Stakes. The owner of Mischievous Alex, that's Cash's King, that's Chuck Zachney's operation. They own, as I just said, they own Mischievous Alex. The following year, the year after Smarty Jones won two legs, they won two legs. They took the Preakness and the Belmont, but they fell about a length short in the Kentucky Derby with a fleet Alex. Now the two of them, trainer John Service, owner Cash King LLC, they're working together and trying to return to Louisville with Mischievous Alex. Also a son of Into Mischief, Mischievous Alex has won four of seven career starts, including three straight uh, three straight 
Under Kendrick Carmouche, mischievous Alex was never far back in the one-mile test, took over after three-quarters of a mile, went on to win by two. He's amassed earnings of more than $344,000. And oh, by the way, about that name, it actually is mischievous and not mischievous. Forgot to spell check the name, said the owner, Chuck Zachney, which calls to mind another horse whose owners forgot to spell check the name. And that worked out pretty well a couple of years ago. That was 2015 Triple Crown winner, American Pharaoh. So connections from some years back, back on the Derby Trail, but they're doing it here with a misspelled horse name. Finally, the upset of the day came in the Tampa Bay Derby when 49-1 outsider King Guillermo pulled a shocker. Inside the final furlong, do you believe this? King Guillermo at 49-1. He doesn't just win it, he wins it off impressively. Sole Volante from absolutely last for second. Texas Swing was third, Relentless Dancer was fourth, and running time on the board, 142.63. Richard Grunder couldn't help from laughing as he described it. Under jockey Sammy Camacho, King Guillermo pressed the pace early before drawing away to win by nearly five lengths. Only three of the 12 runners in the Tampa Bay Derby had longer odds than did King Guillermo. They finished 10th and 11th and 12th, just as the betters imagined, but they completely whiffed on King Guillermo, who returned $100.40 to win in a shocker. The exacta with a 3-2 to two favorite Sole Volante running late into the play spot, that returned $179 for a buck. King Guillermo is the son of Uncle Mo, who brought a winning bid of $150,000 as, as a two-year-old in training. He's owned by Carhu Investments, Grouse Ridge Limited, and Marengo Investments. He's trained by Juan Carlos Avila. King Guillermo now has two wins from four career starts, earnings of over $240,000. Word is he's going to sit it out and wait for the Kentucky Derby for his next start, which, as we mentioned, could be a bit of a longer wait than they're currently planning. Up against our first break here on Off to the Races, got a great show lined up today. Of course, Derby Bill, Nick Hahn going to join us later. Trainer Mark Cassie coming up in a bit. Right after the break, let's take a Virginia Minute with Daryl Wood. Bob Black announcing for you that it's truck month at McGeorge Toyota. When you purchase your truck, just mention ESPN Richmond or let them know that I sent you and you'll receive $1,000 in accessory cash or put it towards your trade. Hey, McGeorge is having a great race month event. It's coming up on March 28th from 1 to 4 p.m. Race car simulator, ticket giveaways, food trucks, and much more at the Richmond dealership, 9319 West Broad Street, or check them out online at McGeorgeToyota.com. Buy your next SUV from Luck. Did you know that there are six different SUVs to choose from at Luck Chevrolet? From the economical tracks to the people-hauling Suburban, Luck has an SUV to fit your needs, including the return of the all-new Blazer with six different trim levels for true personalization. See all the models online at LuxChevrolet.com. Call 798-9261 for details. Then go to Luck Chevrolet for a test drive. Lux Chevrolet since 1916. Suicide loves silence. Break the silence. Don't be afraid to ask the question. Talking about thoughts of suicide may be a source of relief to the person at risk. Listen to them. Let them talk. And let them know you care and are concerned. Suicide is preventable. 
Learn how to discuss your concerns. Recognize it. Talk about it. Act on it. Learn more at RecognizeTalkAct.org. A message from the Virginia Department of Health. Hey, wait up. Let me grab a quick smoke. You can't keep up now. And how do you even buy that stuff? You're not 21. Oh, I I bought this before the law changed. That doesn't matter. It's illegal to possess any tobacco products, including electronic and vaping products that contain nicotine if you're under 21. You can still buy FDA-approved cessation aids like nicotine patches or gum, though. Why don't you get some and quit? Quitting is hard, but now is the time. Quit Now Virginia is there to help. Go to quitnow.net slash Virginia or call 1-800-QUIT-NOW for free help today. In the Army National Guard, family means everything. Our parents, they were really supportive that all five of us would join. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. It helped me get my job, it helped me pay for my house. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Virginia Army National Guard. Aired by the Virginia Association of Broadcasters and this station. The all-new Lexus ES Hybrid takes you further than ever with a class-leading 44 miles per gallon. It's the most powerful, most fuel-efficient non-plug-in luxury vehicle on the market today. And it's available now at Lexus of Richmond. The ES has been recrafted, reimagined, and released with a variety of performance and luxury appointments that are as unique as the person behind the wheel. The invitation to Lexus sales event is going on now at Lexus of Richmond. Hey, this is Jim Powell. Listen to the two-time defending National League East champion Atlanta Braves right here all season long. Richmond's 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Welcome back, everybody. Off to the races radio, talking thoroughbred racing and breeding from here, there, and everywhere. My name's Frank. Try that again. My name's Frank Vespi, and we are still got 45 minutes to go here on today's program and a lot of things to talk about. But I want to turn our attention to the Commonwealth, the Old Dominion. Take a Virginia minute. Daryl Wood going to join me right now. Daryl, what's shaking? How you doing, Frank? Uh, nice day, and yeah, like you said, big, uh, big stakes day coming up today around the country. And want to remind everybody that this is uh, round number two of our new uh, Colonial Downs Handicapping Series tournaments today. So you can play these at five different off-track betting centers around the state: at Breakers in Henrico, at Ponies and Pints in downtown Richmond, at Buckets in Chesapeake, the Windmill outside of Martinsville, and of course at Rosie's uh, Gaming Emporium in New Kent. And the bottom line is. Fans can just get to any of these sites by 3 o'clock. Fill out a free entry. We're going to be playing uh, three of the races at Laurel, including two of their stakes, and then four races at Oaklawn, including uh, their big trio of stakes, headlined, of course, by the Rebel today. So uh, fill out the entries by 3 o'clock. We're giving away $100 in betting vouchers at each site. And more importantly, people, as they accumulate points based on how they do, they're going to um, have a shot to win some much bigger prizes, especially come a race time this summer in New Kent. Well, that seems like a lot of fun. That handicapping contest always a popular item. Daryl, let's talk for a minute. You put out a press release yesterday uh, regarding the stake schedule at Colonial Downs. Give us the highlights. Yeah, the highlights, uh, of course, the big day is uh, closing day, August 29th, uh, Virginia Derby Day, when we've got uh, the four stakes uh, on board, uh, three on the undercard. And of course, the Grade Three Derby. Uh, the Map Series is, ba- is coming back to Virginia 
uh, after many, many years uh, being absent. That's going to be on August the 15th. And there's a, there's a couple really nice Virginia-bred sired steaks days uh, early in the meet and late in the meet. And, and this week, um, there was about 12 handicap races added. And those are going to be for Virginia-restricted re, uh, horses. So if you are a sired, uh, bred, or certified horse, uh, you're going to have a shot to run in uh, another dozen races with purses between sixty and seventy-five thousand dollars. So, if you go to the websites uh, vabread.org or colonialdance.com is the obvious one. You're going to see the stake schedule, but this makes sure that pretty much every weekend uh, is going to be chock full with some uh, hopefully big fields, a good sized purses, and great safe racing. What about harness dates? We got those. I knew you were waiting for that. Um, uh, yeah, we're um, Shenandoah down <laughs> in Woodstock. Uh, we got the dates uh, set for that, Frank, and and hope we're gonna uh, get you out in uh, in a double seater sulky, taking a lap around the half mile oval in the beautiful. You arrange Shenandoah that. Valley, but... You arrange that, Daryl. I will be there with I, bells on. Frank, will I, I promise you? All right, going to happen. It, let's, yeah, let, we're shaking hands across all this distance, and we'd have to have six <laughs> feet between us anyway, but it's a deal. You get it arranged, I'll be there. And you're not going solo. You're going against competitors, just so you know. Well, they won't have a chance. And I like your thinking. But, yeah, we're there <laughs> September 18th through October 17th. Uh, that's ShenandoahDance.com. Fun time, uh, real laid-back, old-school, uh, throwback-type facility up in the Shenandoah Valley. Kind of a neat experience, though. All right, Daryl Wood, thanks so much for joining us for our Virginia Minute here on Off to the Races. I know you're, uh, you've got some family activities planned for this weekend. Hope you have a great weekend. We'll talk to you in a week. Yeah, Frank, see you in the sulky. All right, sounds good. Well, now I got something to really look forward to. Uh, that was Daryl Wood with our Virginia Minute <laughs> Excuse me, here on Off to the Races. Want to turn our attention now to something serious that happened this week. And believe me, on a show where we talk about horse racing, I'd really rather not talk about serious things. But this one needs our attention for a minute. On Monday, the U.S. Attorney for the Southern District of New York announced the indictments of 27 people involved in thoroughbred and harness racing. The, the indictments included four thoroughbred trainers, two of whom you may not be familiar with. One, Marco Zulueta, was the third leading trainer at Parks last year. So if you follow Parks, you probably know of him. If not, you probably wouldn't. Another guy, Michael Tenuzo, he's got a small string of, New of horses in New York, probably not too familiar with him but it also included two very high profile names in jason service and jorge navarro service is best known as the trainer of maximum security that horse was first across the wire in the kentucky derby last year but then was disqualified for a bumping incident in the running of the race he most recently won the world's richest race the 20 million dollar saudi cup Navarro has trained four millionaires in his career, including XY Jet. XY Jet is a horse that figured prominently in the indictment. He won the 2019 Dubai Golden Shaheen. That's a rich sprint race on the undercard of the Dubai World Cup. He won that after Navarro had allegedly, repeatedly administered illicit substances to XY Jet. XY Jet died of an apparent heart attack this past January after galloping. The allegations against the two men and others are stunning. Both are alleged to have engaged in fairly elaborate conspiracies 
involving numerous other people to administer to virtually all of their horses performance-enhancing drugs and medications to block pain. They took repeated actions to ensure that no one would know what they were doing. That included mislabeling things. That included putting things in boxes that were mislabeled. And in one case, it involved service warning Navarro via text that a racing commissioner investigator was coming near. There were some minor moments of levity or even amusement in the indictment. Several different times the co-conspirators would chat about the drugs they were using. And then after a couple of minutes, one of them would say, but I don't want to talk about this on the phone. But all in all, this was a chilling and horrifying indictment and one made even worse uh, by something that uh, a harness trainer named Nicholas Surik said to Navarro, he, or to Tenuzo, uh, in a recorded phone conversation. He apparently said that uh, Navarro had killed at least six horses with these medications and that he, Surik, had disposed of them and no one knew about it. I want to make a couple of points about these indictments. First, Obviously, these are only allegations, but if these allegations are true, two things need to happen. The first is the guilty people need to go to jail. Among many other things, they have engaged in animal abuse and they've defrauded the betting public. The second thing needs to, that needs to happen is that they can never, never, and I mean never, be permitted to have any job in any field that involves working with horses ever again. Racing must have no place in in it no that must have no place for them when they return from prison assuming again that they are guilty and neither should any other horse related profession many are going to point to this as an argument for federal intervention in racing and there's something to be said for that but that's a question for a different day i think what this points to even more than that is Racing, whether it's the industry itself, whether it's a federal body put in place or something else, uh, needs to substantially beef up its investigative efforts. The industry focuses a huge amount of resources, time, energy on drug testing and drug rules, and these are important. But actual on-the-ground investigations are generally left to understaffed racing commissions who clearly are not up to the task. Just as it wasn't a testing regime that brought down Lance Armstrong, it was a whistleblower and an investigation. It wasn't the testing that caught the 27 indicted. It was an investigation involving the FBI, informants, wiretaps, and the like. Finally, many in racing, including our next guest, have celebrated this as a great day and a potential turning point for the sport. Let's hope so. Sport has long had a seedy reputation, and in recent years, that impression has been furthered by the existence of so-called super trainers, guys like Navarro and Service, who have big stables and yet win at a remarkably high rate. In the case of these two, there had been whispers for some time that they were doing something untoward because they were enjoying remarkable success with basically modest groups of horses, including horses that they had claimed who had just been horses that they were able to turn into world beaters. There are such trainers at many, many tracks in the Mid-Atlantic and across the country. And if this is truly a turning point, things are about to get mighty uncomfortable for some heretofore high-profile trainers. And if that happens, I'd say it's about time. 
We're up against a break here on Off to the Races. After the break, going to bring in Preakness and Belmont and multi-Breeders' Cup winning trainer Mark Cassie, Derby Bill, Nick Hahn still to come. You're listening to Off to the Races Radio. We'll be right back. Sports, your favorite thing in the world, which means we're your favorite station in the world. Thanks. You're our favorite listener. I guess that makes it official. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Ever walk into a jewelry store and get sticker shock? They would come in and they would have an idea and they're like, whoa, is that how much that really is? Brittany telling used to work at one of those overpriced stores. A lot of times they would leave empty-handed because it was not affordable for them. So Brittany made the switch to Diamonds Direct, where she can offer customers the same quality, the same luxury experience, but at a reasonable price. It's like reverse sticker shock. We end up blowing their minds. They never even fathom that they would be able to afford that. Diamonds Direct, the perfect combination of luxury and value with a multi-million dollar selection of hand-cut diamonds straight from the diamond cutters and over 4,000 designer rings. The inventory here is just incredible. Like shopping, 20 stores all under one roof. All this in a laid-back, relaxed, no-stress environment. People are just thrilled with what we offer. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. I find it to be so rewarding. Get details, directions, store hours, even shop online at DiamondsDirect.com. Sure Pump, West Broad Village. You're in charge of hiring and Indeed has solutions like online skills tests, which let a candidate show that they're the right hire. And we'll give you this barbershop quartet who'll sing the name of the perfect hire. Vince Lundy. Vince Lundy. Vince Lundy. Vince Lundy. Okay, there's no quartet. But skills tests, that's a for sure. See why independent research by Silk Road shows Indeed delivers three times more hires than any other job site. Visit Indeed.com slash promo today and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Twice a year, something extraordinary happens. You get access to exclusive Dell employee savings. Dell semi-annual sale is here and uncompromising designs are now yours for less. Save an extra 17% on Dell and Alienware computers with Intel Core processors. It's time for you to upgrade to new modern devices with Windows 10. Save on a wide selection of top brand electronics and accessories plus free shipping on everything call 800 by dell or visit dell.com slash semi-annual sale that's 800 by dell do you own a business or help make the marketing decisions where you work then why not advertise with richmond's number one sports station market your company during one of our exclusive play-by-play broadcasts or local sports talk shows this year we've got atlanta braves baseball plus every sunday night game home run derby all-star game and the entire major league baseball postseason to learn more about these sponsorship opportunities call 804-672-9299 be part of the winning team begin advertising today with espn richmond this is mike gola get up and get to work with me and trey wingo it's gola and wingo every weekday morning starting at six now on the fm dial at 99.5 and 1027 espn welcome back everybody off to the races radio talking thoroughbred racing and breeding from here there and everywhere going to be joined right now by trainer mark cassie mark is a guy who has won a lot of races more than 2800 including a preakness belmont five breeders cup cups and 11 sovereign awards as canada's outstanding trainer so the guy this guy wins a little bit mark welcome to the program thanks for making time for us on a saturday Uh, thanks for having me frank Uh, it's my pleasure i want to talk with you 
about a couple of things. Uh, first off, let's let's talk about the indictments. I was just talking with them and the, talking about them on the prior segment. You were quoted as saying, do you think we're surprised? Not even a little bit. We're just extremely happy that it's finally come out that someone has listened and done something. Why are you so happy about this? It's like a new beginning. It's, you know, there's nothing more frustrating than, you know, to do something and, and know you're doing the best you can do and and then get beat by somebody that's cheating. I mean, it had gotten so bad, and I wrote an article, I want to say maybe a little over a week ago. It it, it come to the point where I wasn't even sure that I wanted to continue to to train horses, and um, that's pretty bad since that's all I've wanted to do since I was a little boy, and I've been doing it over 40 years. Um, I can only imagine, you know, what the cyclists must have felt when, uh, you know, they worked their butt off their entire lives and to see Lance Armstrong blow by him and then know that he was doing something that wasn't ethical and, and you know, or what about the, the guys that chose not to take steroids in the national or in the major league baseball and to watch others beat them and know that there was a reason and it wasn't necessarily because they were better. So it's extremely frustrating. Um, I, I, I have to tell you, Frank, I've woke up now since that every morning now with a new look on life and knowing that um, actually I'm quite amazed that we've done as well as we have. <laughs> it only get better. Uh, I told a, a, one of my major owners, he called me two days ago. He said, how are my horses doing? I said, they're getting faster by the day. <laughs> because the others are going to get slower. <laughs> Either way, you get faster is okay, right? If they get faster, exactly. the other guys come yeah. back to you. Um, is this a problem? How long, in your estimation, has the problem with these sort of super trainers, these guys getting away with cheating? How long has it gotten worse in your during your career? And how pervasive do you think that it is? I don't know if it's gotten worse. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I I can't remember. Like I said, I've been doing it for forty years, and I don't. I, I probably, you know, I didn't have the knowledge that I have now twenty years ago or thirty years ago. So I don't know. Um, but and in all honesty, we didn't have statistics. We didn't have numbers. Now we have numbers. Uh, you know that that show when when um, when something's not right, um, when it defies logic. And I think what we've learned about this, this is nice, this was an eye-opener, but we have to pay more attention. Um, they can do, and I think our, our drug testing definitely has to be a little better, but we, it, that isn't what we, you have to do. If something defies logic, then look deeper into it. And and the other thing is um, no owner, trainer, groom, assistant trainer. If they take out their license, they should be able to be questioned at, questioned at any point in time and, um, you know, interrogated and under oath. Um, I, I, I think when, when you get an assistant trainer, all you got to do is go pull an assistant trainer up that uh, you, you see some guy that, 
defies logic, a guy, man or a woman, and when you bring in some of his employees and say, look, I want to know the truth and I want to know it now, and if you lie, you're going to jail, uh, usually they'll, I would say they'd sing. And, and I think we need to do a little bit more of that. And, um, you know, we got two of the bad actors, and um, but there's many more out there. And um, hopefully, I, I, hopefully there's there's more to come. But I, I think that's the way to do it. You know, like I said, if it defies logic, um, if it looks too good to be true, it usually is. <laughs> I think you touched on something important there, too. I talked about this earlier, but, you know, just as Lance Armstrong was brought down by a whistleblower in an investigation and not the drug testing regime, that's what happened here. Um, Clearly, the industry needs to beef up its investigative efforts, whether that's reinvigorating the TRPB or some other step. But clearly, we need more kind of boots on the ground going around and you know, putting their noses in things that some people would rather not see. Would you agree? Oh, I agree. And, you know, and it's with everybody. Um, You know, uh, race managers, owners, they need to ask questions. And if something doesn't make sense, you know, uh, I I recently I read, you know, where it's interesting, these guys, owners and racing managers and bloodstock agents, they all go to these guys because it pads their pockets and makes you know them look better. But are they asking the questions? And, and uh, you know, again, uh, it, it doesn't. This, this isn't real tough. <laughs> it, it, if it looks too good, it's it, to be true. It, it probably is. Well, no, it, it usually is. So you know, and 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 then so I don't think it's that difficult. I, I, I it, but. I'll tell you another thing. I think racetrack owners are to blame as well. They know what's going on. They've seen, they, they hear, they understand. Well, don't be afraid to throw these guys out, or men or women. I don't want to keep saying guys because <laughs> there's probably women out there too. But you know what? Throw them out. You know who I, I, I tell you who I commend uh, a lot is Tampa Bay. Downs and Stella Thayer and and, and um, that that group, if they don't like something and and it doesn't it smells fishy, they 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 send them on their way. Um, not much has been said, and, and I don't know his name, but the the man that owns Los Alamitos with quarter horses, he had there was a, a big issue there with clenbuterol, the drug that I've talked about, and he said. He told them, said, if you come through this gate, we're going to pull hair samples. And if you test positive, you're not running here. And we need, that's what we need. We need more of that. And and I'll tell you this as well. It's not just starting in the racehorses. This, the 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 weanling, you know, the breeders, they have to, to know that they have to be responsible. Um, we're not getting these horses in the same fashion I did 25 years ago. Too many you know, it's a competition. There's a lot of money there. It all has to stop, and it's going to stop now. It is. Stop. You just saw the beginning. Like I said, um, this has been one of the, my happiest weeks because I feel like we're we're going to get this thing straight, and we have to. 
And now, you know what? Now is the time to get it done. I think now is absolutely the time to get it done. Talking with trainer Mark Cassie here. <clears throat> Mark, one of the criticisms people have made of the honest trainers is uh, you know, as you're saying, eh, you know, everybody who pays attention to racing kind of had a suspicion that Navarro on service, you know, maybe we're doing something here and maybe deserved a little more scrutiny than the average guy because they were winning three times as much as the average guy. Um, but one of the criticisms that has been leveled against those honest trainers is they tend not to speak up. They tend not to name names. And I guess my question to you is, one, is this a fair criticism? And two, do you think what's happened here may start to turn the tide on that? Oh, no, it's a fair criticism. You know, so many, you know, I can tell you I should have spoke out a long time ago. Um, But the problem is with speaking out, you know, everybody's like, oh, well, yeah, he's just a big crybaby. He's not. And, and what, what's the story? I just decided I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. <laughs> like I told you, I had started questioning how much, you know, if I wanted to be a horse trainer. And, um, yeah, definitely. And that's d- definitely a criticism. But, but, but behind the scene, there have been a lot of trainers going to, uh, racetracks and regulators and, and that and saying this and still nothing being done. And so, yeah, it gets frustrating. It gets very frustrating. Um, you know, so, uh, yeah, that's probably, yeah, that's, a, that's, there definitely is some, that's definitely some criticism that is true. I mean, yeah, maybe more, more, more people. We should have spoke out sooner. But we can't we can't change what what's past. We can only change the future. And um, like I said, uh, I know one thing: I'm mad as hell, and I'm not taking it anymore. So <laughs> you're going to see me speak out and continue to speak out. And it's one of the reasons why I'm on this radio show. Well, we appreciate your being here, and we appreciate that you're speaking out because the industry clearly needs needs some voices to do that, and needs to start cleaning up after itself here before the FBI gets involved, which uh, has a, you know has other issues. But um, I did want to ask you just briefly. You know, you wrote this article about clenbuterol. You've you've called for it to be banned altogether. Uh, right now, the RMTC guidelines call for a two-week withdrawal period. Other, you know, some jurisdictions don't follow that. But just talk very briefly about your why you think it's time to get rid of clenbuterol. Well, for one thing, the drug was I think invented 35 years ago, and it was for horses that had like some issues with their breathe, breathing. So, uh, and and I think a normal dosage would be something like three cc's for seven days to ten days um and but but as i wrote a bunch of wise men and women just figured out that it has a antibiotical steroid effect if given in high doses so but not only that and i only realized it after doing my research but it increases muscle mass but it decreases bone density is that not a formula for disaster? Hmm. And the problem with why I want it at zero tolerance is if you if you use just think about this if you use this horse if you use this on this horse and um, 
you build up all this muscle mass. One, you're making the horse heavier than he should be, and you, you, and then you're decreasing your the bone 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 density. Well, it just makes sense. And the thing is, even if you take it off two weeks, you're still getting the benefits of it when you're running. And then as soon as they run, they put them back on it. And um, so, so it's not being used for the way it's supposed to be. It, that was never the intention. We, we did away with, I don't know, seven or eight years ago, anabolical steroids. Why would we let this drug stay around? It, it has the same effect. You, you, all you have to do is Google clenbuterol. And, and and see what it says. I mean, it, it, it's not a secret. Um, I, I I have found that there are very few people realized about the bone loss. Um, I, I'll tell you another study which which makes sense. A few years ago, there was a study came out on a large amount of horses, a intact horse, so a horse that has yet to become a gelding, has a three times greater chance of a fatal breakdown than a filly. Or a gilding. And you say, well, why is that? And that is because as they get older, they grow, get more and more muscular and they get stronger. Um, and, um, you know, they, they're carrying more, more weight. And, and it's just, it's just, uh, it's just doesn't work. So, uh, that's why it needs to be gone. And, and it's not just happening. Um, I, I just don't think it's just happening with racehorses. I think it's it's being done. It can be it's being done with yearlings and stuff. So it's just not. It, it when when the liabilities outweigh the assets, it needs to be gone. That's a good way to put it. I, I want to touch very briefly and then cut you loose on uh, a little bit happier news. You had Untitled, who was second in the Gotham, Enforceable, who won the LeCompte and was second in the Risen Star. They're both on the top 20 Derby leaderboard. Um, how are they doing and, and what should we look for next from them? Uh, they're both doing well. Um, Enforceable, it's going, you know, he, he worked this morning, worked well down in New Orleans. And the plan is for him to uh, to run in the Louisiana Derby next Saturday. I don't think okay. there'll be a lot of fans there to cheer him on, <laughs> but uh, but that's his, he's scheduled to do that. As far as Untitled, we're still not sure. I'm I'm not sure Untitled is a dirt. You know, can go that far. I think that the the uh, you know that he he could have some uh, distance limitations. So I haven't decided whether we will give him one more shot around two turns, which if we were to do that, he would run in the Wood Memorial. Um, if we decide not to go that route, we would then go to the Bay Shore, which is seven-eighths. The Wood Memorial's nine furlongs. So uh, we're, we're going to monitor each race and see how they're coming up and then make a decision a little closer to the race. All right, perfect. Mark Cassie, thank you so much for joining us and, and talking so frankly about these important issues in racing. Appreciate the time. Well, thanks for having me. All right, everybody. That was Mark Cassie, Preakness and Belmont winning trainer and advocate, supporter of the indictments that came down earlier this week, advocate of cleaning up 
the sport in which he has made his living for 40 years. Up against our final break here on Off to the Races, when we come back, Derby Bill, Nick Hahn doing a little bit of handicapping. Even if there won't be fans in the building, there'll be races to be run. We'll be right back. Every Thursday afternoon at 5.15, Hermitage Automation and Controls presents the Roth Report with Bill Roth. Each week, the 11-time sportscaster of the year joins Hardly Working with Greg Burton. Listen exclusively on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Did you know that men over 30 begin to lose 1% of their testosterone each year? ED is just one of the problems associated with low testosterone. There's also weight gain, decrease in muscle mass, lack of energy or passion about life, and a loss of mental sharpness. Testosterone isn't just about sex. It's also about your overall quality of life. So if you have any of these symptoms, you may be a candidate for testosterone replacement therapy. The Men's Wellness Centers specializes in the latest treatment options for low T, a highly successful weight loss and energy boosting program and ED treatments with guaranteed results with locations in Newport News, Virginia Beach, or Richmond. The Men's Wellness Centers can help you improve your overall health and quality of life with treatments that are proven effective for nearly all patients, regardless of medical history or age. Go to menswellnesscenters.com or call 804-413-9013. 804-413-9013. That's 804-413-9013. Happening across the nation right now. ADP is helping Party City stores streamline recruiting. Music houses like Squeaky Clean Studios are demoing tracks while ADP helps keep business on track. And ADP helps a small Mexican restaurant keep up with compliance demands. When ADP helps businesses achieve what they're working for, that's newsworthy. HR talent, time, benefits, and payroll. Informed by data and designed for people. Learn more at design.adp.com. You have to be up in five hours, two hours, six minutes. And when you hear, you realize that you haven't slept a wink. That's why there's Z-Quil Pure Z's, a drug-free blend of botanicals with an optimal dose of melatonin so you can fall asleep naturally with no next-day grogginess. It's available in both liquid and gummies, tastes great, and is non-habit-forming. Pick up Z-Quil Pure Z's from the sleep experts at Vicks Z-Quil. Z-Quil Pure Z's, naturally superior sleep. Available at retailers near you. Now back to Rick Edelman, founder of Edelman Financial Engines. Thanks, Rick. Aren't estate plans only for the wealthy? Everybody over the age of 18 needs an estate plan. You need an estate plan to make sure that your wishes are followed. The other part of an estate plan is not even dealing with who gets your stuff. The other part of the estate plan is even more important. It's how to protect you while you're alive if you're incapacitated and unable to care for your affairs. On From your here own. forward, Edelman Financial Engines. Call 888-PLAN-RIC to learn more. Covering our local teams with a local passion. We're dedicated to the most sports talk for true RVA sports fans. 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Welcome back, everybody. Off to the Races Radio. Final segment upon us. Derby Bill Nikon joining me here to talk about some of the racing action happening today. Nikon, what's happening? Tell you what, real interesting times. I want to give uh, the racing biz a shout out for the excellent reporting that you guys did this week. I mean, that was uh, Teresa Gennaro with a nice article uh, relevant articles, uh, all of the news that happened this week. It really is your place in the mid-Atlantic, uh, the racing biz. What a week. I mean, this time last year, 
Santa Anita was shut down while everything else was up and running. Now the racing world is still up and running in a limited scope while everything else is shut down. I mean, how how much different a year makes? It's it's just uh, it's been an incredible week. It is an amazing moment, an amazing time here in America. Um, Derby Bill, what's happening? Birthday yes, month still Quite going on. Quite a theme day today. We have the private terms before no fans at Laurel. We have uh, the Rebel, a horse called No Parole for Mark Casey's uh, enemies that cheat. And then we have the Jeff Ruby, which used to be the Jim Bean. So the theme race uh, is on today fighting the uh, virus. Well, if if we can fight the virus with alcohol, I feel pretty good about our chances. Um, let's guys, let's dig into the rebel here. The rebels, uh, grade two million bucks, mile and sixteenth at Oaklawn Park. Uh, it is the final um, step on the road to the Arkansas Derby, which is the Oaklawn feature of the meet. Um, Bill, why don't you lead us off here? Who are you looking at in the rebel? Yeah, it's on FS2 uh, for people that have nothing else to watch today, for sure. Jump in there on FS2 nationally. Uh, no Parole is a sentimental pick for the, all the cheaters out there uh, cheating our sport with uh, illegal activities, which I would never partake in, especially surrounding drugs. So No Parole, the number five horse, has to be a sentimental choice, and you're getting some value at 8-1. to one. I like a horse called Basin, number three, uh, a basin here, uh, captured to grade one, hopeful at my favorite uh, name, name theme, Toga Toga, uh, last year, the hopeful basin. Let's see if he gets back in form. So that's a three and the no parole. And then Nadell, named after, for the, grabbing the tennis world people after Raphael Nadell uh, has tennis is shut down too. They can actually watch the horse race today. Uh, a Bob Baffert horse. Imagine a Bob Baffert horse that just won by seven furlongs uh, last time out, shipping in. So, Basson, no parole, Nadell, three five one. Yeah, it's a. Uh, we never see Bob Baffert with multiple horses on the Derby Trail, do we? Basin, an interesting character there. He has not won or not run since winning the Hopeful back in September. Tough. Uh, Tough ask here to come back going two turns against these kind of horses, but we'll see how it plays out. What about you, Nick? It's a real mix of the field. You have the top two choices here uh, coming off of races at seven furlongs. One was some six months ago, like Bill said, at Saratoga, and the other was last month. But they always say, you know, seven furlongs, you can go either way. You can either become a sprinter, become more of a route runner, um, and we're going to see whether Nadal and Basin – those two horses can take that step today. The part of the field consists of horses that tried a longer distance, a mile and a mile and a sixteenth, and kind of looking for a second chance at that distance, looking to improve on that distance. The the one that kind of sits, I mean, I know this horse is kind of heavily raced, but early in his career, um, he was on the turf and. He seems to have won two races at a mile and a 16th here, including the Southwest. I like Silver Prospector here a little bit um, at 7-2. to two. I, He just kind of stands out among this field of eight. A little bit of a, 
um, not a longer shot, but, but you know, get a little bit of odds on him, and a little bit more experience than some of his rivals can be a useful angle uh, for the three-year-old set. Let's turn our attention to the synthetic surface at Turfway Park in Kentucky for the Jack Ruby Stakes. That's a great three. This one only offers 20 Kentucky Derby points, so you're going to have to combine this with another win to have a an impact on the Derby, but this does have a couple of Derby bill um, hunch plays with the one horse Dak Daniels and the three horse fancy liquor bill. Either of those on the ticket. Oh, Dak Daniels and uh, Dak beam would be a nice exact if Dak beam was running, but uh, that's quite a long shot there. But last week got beat by 49 to one King Gamera Guillermo at Tampa Bay. So you never know with Dak Daniels, uh, 31 second long shot in the field. Uh, like your hunch plays anyway, sometimes a hunch play. If I had Guillermo last King Guillermo last, uh, week, he was the, uh, director of audio visual at colonial downs was named Guillermo. So need these hunch plays to hit big, uh, the Jeff Ruby's all about an invader. Uh, to me, Wesley Ward trained uh, synthetic king wins on the fake dirt uh, twice to one to John B. Uh, Memorial romped away in that one. So uh, if you're using a pick three or something at Turfway tonight in the three stakes races, uh, the field pass is uh, another one in there. Number 12. That's no, the invader's number 11. So stay out west. Uh, number 12, field pass, a Maryland bred here that you're familiar with. Uh, the Devena, uh, the Daniel Beach uh, winner and the runner up in that race also, Maya Maya, I guess his name is. Maya I'm trying. Uh, 11, 12, 5 <laughs> is what I come out of there, but mainly the 11 and the 12 and mainly invader in a romp all right we got that from derby bill what about you nick yeah isn't this like the last send-off for the old turfway park uh, grandstand today i believe uh, as that gets remodeled or uh, i think that's the case uh, long running track in in northern kentucky here but i agree with derby bill here with field pass this is a horse coming off the turf in the uh, Diana Beach down at Gulfstream Park going to try and find a way to, to, to get on the dirt for the Triple Crown and uh, seems to have shown a little bit of recent talent here. So, uh, like you said, only 20 points for this race. Next week, we get our first 100-point race with the Louisiana Derby. And then, of course, there's some major head-to-head events coming up with uh, the Florida Derby, the Wood, the Bluegrass, Santa Anita Derby, Arkansas Derby. I mean, just um, it's going to come up fast here in the next 45 days. So uh, hopefully uh, the Derby gets in some kind of way. But uh, on this small step, I, I like field pass here along with Derby Bill. All right, let's turn our attention to close up today's show to a race that offers no Derby points. But last year and some other years has produced a Preakness runner. That is the private term stakes at Laurel, 100000 bucks, mile on a 16th, second of three races, uh, four three-year-olds heading towards the uh, Preakness. And, and Nick, we got three horses that are nominated to the Triple Crown only one of which probably looks to have the quality to get there at the moment, but he's going to have some work to do. That's Big City Bob. Your take on the private terms? 
Well, it's um, it must be odd. I mean, sometimes you go to the racetrack and there isn't anybody there, but uh, you know, it's very rare that that's kind of mandatory here. I do um, just kind of picking up some late news here. I see that Amen Corner is uh, scratched out of that small field here, um, but. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Big City Bob here. I like Sheldon Sheldon Russell, uh, of course, with mine, not mine. I always like Sheldon in these spots well. But, uh, yeah, those are taking a, a big day at Laurel today with four stakes races. So, uh, you know, get, as you're downloading PPs, make sure you pick up Laurel along with Oakland and Turfway today. Who would have thought there'd be more stakes races than fans? Uh, Bill, what about the uh, private terms? Appropriately named with no fans allowed today. The private terms, uh, as you've said, uh, Big City Bob was third in the champagne behind Tis the Law. Tis the Law is probably one of the top derby favorites now. Uh, so I'm going with the same theory that worked last week with the 49 to 1 uh, win at Tampa Bay Derby. He raced third to the favorite in the race before he won the Tampa Bay Derby at 49 to 1. So I think Big City Bob is in the same the same predicament coming from third in the Champagne to first at Laurel. So Big City Bob is uh, my top pick also. So I agree with all you, uh, everybody. That's a very rare thing. But uh, mine, not mine, was second in the Miracle Wood, and LeBraw was first in the Miracle Wood. So if you need exacta and a trifecta. But Big City Bob, all the Bobs at Laurel today. <laughs> all right guys thanks so much we have reached the end of our hour here that was derby bill watson and nick Hahn with their picks for the major uh triple crown prep races happening today thanks to both of you guys thanks to mark cassie to daryl wood for joining uh, joining us earlier on the program thanks to matt josephs our producer always does such a great job Thanks, of course, to our listeners. We appreciate you being with us every week. Keep up with racing all week long on the independent voice from Mid-Atlantic Racing and Breeding, theracingbiz.com. You can tune in next week at the same time to hear us as we talk Mid-Atlantic Racing and Breeding. My name's Frank Vespi. This has been Off to the Races Radio. Stay safe, everybody. Anywhere you go, we go to listen to our live streaming and never miss a single second of our broadcast brilliance. Really? On ESPNRichmond.com and by downloading the ESPN Richmond app. WXGI Richmond, WTPS, Petersburg, 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. From the G Law Firm Studios, your personal injury attorneys. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. WXGI Richmond. W